What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay. I don't even know. Uh, okay. Okay. Army Hammer. Mm. There's a thing called the House of Hammer out right now. We have Casey Hammer, who is the aunt of Army Hammer, who did uh, the show, wrote the book. We're going to have her on. And I have, I know Kristen, Catherine have also, we've dived into the uh, House of Hammer uh, series. And it is, it's wild. I mean, I texted you at 1 a.m., uh-huh. And I was like, you did this to me, Kramer. Because this isn't something I gravitate towards. Mm. Can I just tell you, though, a story about Army Hammer? Please. I hope this goes where I've prayed it goes. Speaking of answered prayers, let's do this. Because <laughs> I was like, this guy is a guy we we would swipe on. You would swipe on him so, on the dating app. Oh, my. <laughs> we're going to get to the, the, the we're going to get to all of it. But OK, this is juicy. Well, it's I'm not really it's not seat. really juicy, but it's so Army and I did a movie together. Mm. Like, I mean, way back in the day. I mean, way back in the day. Actually, let me just pull it up right now because um I'm gonna IMDB. I it. honestly saw him and I was like, this is an available bachelor. Like I thought this is someone you would think is attractive. Me? Yeah. And ninety nine percent of America. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you've done too many movies without telling me you've done too many movies. No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to. through that. <laughs> no, hold on a second. I, well, let me just go to the movie. So it was called Spring Breakdown. Oh, yes. And irony. it was a movie <laughs> with Amy Poehler. Um, I'm sorry. Have we met? You've me done and Kristen Cavallari. Uh, so Parker Posey. There's so pack here. <laughs> which we had a conversation, which we'll talk, we can talk about that another time. You um, and Kristen? Okay. Let's just let's just stay on. But oh, it, it's a very so it's wild, and we're gonna we're gonna get a drink. Um. Okay. So, Army Hammer was Abercrombie Boy in Spring Breakdown. Now I had like a real talking part in this. Um, <laughs> no, and like, he did it. But, but but here we're gonna break it down. This is this is just and I'm like literally I'm I'm laughing at myself right now. I was seven number two. <laughs> so I didn't even have a name either. So, but I, we were like, <laughs> but you talked and he was on a bag or what? I'm confused. <laughs> and so all I remember is this, but we, we still had like, it was like, so like Kristen was, 
Kristen was seven, number three. I was seven, number two. And then um, (laughs) Sophie Monk was like, we were her like little groupies. So like, I would be like, like one of my lines was like, I can't even read. Like, you know, like it was just like, I was one of those girls. And And the award goes to. Yeah. So, but like Army was on the show and he like, oh, there they just pulled it up. Yep. There I am. Right there. There I am. Oh, wow. So Army like tried to hit on me. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, he's, you know, like. Abercrombie boy. (laughs) He's Abercrombie boy. Like, you know, and I was just like, not there with it. So then my friend Caitlin Crosby was like, this is like a, a couple years later. She's like, Army was just like, she's the most beautiful woman I ever saw. Like, oh my God, I had the biggest crush on her. Like, this I tried to cr- ask her out. And so I was like, well, like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> because honestly, <laughs> as I was watching it, I was thinking, and I'm not joking, A, I was like, this is someone you would be attracted to uh-huh. in 99% of America. And then also, I thought, he would be so attracted to you because the women on here, I mean, the women he's attracted well, to are stunning. He, well, you're very sweet. But I was like, and Kramer would fit in this quite well. <laughs> well, so I was like, well, yeah, I'm like, like, okay, hook it up. Right. <gasps> well, he had just started dating his like wife or whatever. So I was just like, oh, okay. Melissa he's like, Chambers. he's like dating someone. But I was always like, damn it. The one that got away. Oh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. So let me, you're just, the one that got away. <laughs> But here's where I want to break it down. Okay, so, and I will say too, so I I watched the documentary and I actually ended up speaking. I'm not going to name her name. She was one of the girls on the documentary and I reached out to her. I DM'd her. And I said to her, because there was, I know that she's gotten some hate and because he was technically married at the time. But I'm like, what these men tell these women that they prey on like, again, I remember calling one of the multiple affair girls and they're like, wait, your husband was married? And I'm mm. like, yeah, and I've got a kid. So, mm. like, these girls don't know, like, when she's like, he called me, all, like, in the thing, she's like, he called me all the time. He was texting all the time. Like, it's like, and I'm like, I want you to know that, like, I, I get it. And, like, also, like, I understand, like, the the being, like, prayed and, like, the, you know, he's Army Hammer and you're, like, wanting to be, mm. you know, like, this is like wild and you're in this world and like you're you're like I could tell that her testimony was very authentic. And I yes. just wanted to like for as many probably hateful things as she get, I was like, I wanted to just be like someone that's just like, hey, I, I like I saw you, I heard you, and like, you know, get off the blogs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't read. Don't read. But like the like he wanted to cook these one girl's ribs and like he wanted to take out these girls ribs and cook them like it goes beyond like fantasy stuff right like it goes like past like this i don't even know what the bds like i, I uh, is it bdsm or BT? It's, BD, it's bdsm sex but like what that girl was even saying you know they have like the psychiatrist on there they're like yeah that, that goes like even beyond, beyond like what yeah this well, is like that, they had an expert come on yeah and she was like that's a consensual thing like that's something both people are agreeing to she was like, this is a person abusing mm-hmm. essentially under this like disguise of it being BDSM. Right. And I had this, I'm not going to obviously name his name, but when I was, I had this guy that I dated that was like way older than me and I was younger. And it's scary when, you know, when, when the younger girls and the older guys, cause a lot of these girls were super young. Like I remember this dude that I was with, he was like, this is my fantasy in my mind. I'm like, well, I don't want this to be the fantasy. Like, I don't Mm want to do this, you know, but I want to please this person, you know, because he loves me and I love them. And like, but then I remember one day we had showed up at one of his fantasies and I was like, oh my God, like, this isn't actually what I I just played along with it thinking like it wasn't going to actually happen. Yeah, you didn't actually Mm want to eat my ribs is what I thought. Right. Right. And I'm like, so I'm at this, like, I'm not, again, I'm not going to go into like total detail, but I just started crying and he got so angry with me. And I'm like, but I didn't think this was like a real, and these like girls, it's like, I'm like watching, I'm like, oh my God, it's like, they're just, you know, they're again, they're playing along with this like fantasy and like, yeah, okay. It's kind of like cute and kinky, whatever. But then he just takes it to like this. It was abusive. It, yeah. So abusive. And then also like, that's what's just so scary. Cause I'm like, 
but like that kind of like like that one that one uh so like i want to eat you and she's like mm. you know she's like i it, at first it's like okay that's kind of kind of cute but then not yeah. knowing like or i want to bite you it was it like i want to yeah, i want to bite you, you. i'm going to bite you my slave and like you know, I don't know how kinky people get, but then when you keep going, it's like, but then the slave, I mean, now, nowadays, but in my twenties, I would have been like, okay, like, I don't know. Well, I also just think it's such a slow chip away. I think people are yeah. very easy to judge. Yes. Women, but yes. like, they, it's not like this guy slid into the DMs and was like, hey, I want to mm-hmm. eat your face off or, hey, yes. I want to take your ribs out or yes. I want to smash it's you like to the slow, ground. Like, yeah. it's a very sneaky, slow and listen, you're in it at that point. Mm-hmm. So then when you go 30,000 feet, it starts to, you start to go like, how did I even do that? Or how did I entertain that? Or how did we even get here? But you're already there at this point where he's oh. like, you know, so love bombing, love bombing, love bombing that you're like, it's hard to get out of that situation. Right. And you you, know? even, you actually don't even know you're in it. So yeah. I think. Well, I think that's like, cause I'm like, I remember like these, this one dude that wanted to have this like fantasy that I'm like, in my mind, I'm like. I don't want this, but like, I'm going to go for it because it's just a fantasy. It's not going to actually happen. But then when it does happen, you're like, oh my God, this is not what I actually wanted. Like abort. Well, you know what I mean? Of like, course. Because you're like ropes aren't hot. Yeah. To most But even people. if it was a healthy relationship and you went along with it uh-huh. and then you were like, wait a minute, this I isn't what I to. want. That person then should go, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You're not comfortable with it. Let's back off. That's where this connection is missing. So that's where it's like, the fantasy versus reality. And it sounds like, you know, with him, like his fantasies turned into this mm. like dark seated reality. And, and honestly, when I was watching it, like it's so sad to see like someone who's that. um Charismatic. Well, no, it's sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, like yeah. it's yeah. like, it's really like it's, it was sad to see. Cause I'm like, man, like, but again, and I don't know. And this is one of the other person that like kind of someone that I had, well, I will say uh, someone that I, I'd went on a date with was really into like fantasy playing. And like, I was immediately like, nope. Like I, I like, again, I can be kinky. I can be like whatever. But when you're, you're my most there, kinky friend, when there are things that are not <laughs> lining up and you want me to do X, Y, and Z in your fantasies ain't happening because mm-hmm. what your fantasies and, and, but I'm saying this cause I think he is similar to the army situation where it's like, this guy could be with anyone he wants to be with mm-hmm. at any point, at any time army. He came from a multi, multi, multi million dollar family. Right. I mean, there were like his grandfather didn't want to be the great grandfather didn't want to be the president because it wasn't powerful enough. Like he could have been. Mm-hmm. And that's like what was one of the quotes in there. And it's like, so it's like, I think people that just can have anything they want, they don't have the capacity. Like they need more. They need more of a fix. Yeah. They like, cause everything else is like, oh, that just to have sense. sex with the random girl. Like how boring is that? Yeah, another hot girl. Another hot girl. But let me let me throw in this fantasy of ooh, what I really want to do. It's because they're so numb. And the need for dominance is underlying in all of those fantasies. Well, and in the generation too. Like mm-hmm. which is like wild from like the great grandfather to the, 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 the dad, like and oh God, we have his aunt in the waiting room, so let's just get her on. Uh. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. 
work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi. Oh my goodness, it's so good at, just to see you. I've, I've been watching you. I mean, I was knee deep in the, the screeners and watched all the episodes and I just am like, to have you here, I'm just, thank you so much for, for joining Wind Down and, and being a part of the show. Oh my God, it's my pleasure. I was so honored when you wanted me to be on. I was like, yay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I first just want to um, say, th- you know, you shared a lot of, hard truths on, on, um, you know, house of hammer. And, um, I'm sure you're going to be helping so many people too, from the things that you've said, you know, just about the sexual abuse that you encountered and the, you know, just all the things that you've gone through in your life. And I just, just thank you for being open and vulnerable. And I, I just, I just want to kind of affirm you for that. Cause I, I can't imagine how hard that was for you to do. Thanks. It, um, it continues to be hard. It's, it's a struggle. It's, it's one thing to um, live it because it's my normal. So it's what I experienced. So I'm used to it, right. Everything I grew up, but again, it's, it's um, shining a light on multi-generational abuse in my family and holding them accountable. It's kind of 62 years later, I sit here before you and it's like, all right, it's finally coming to the spotlight. And um, it's been, an interesting journey because again, seven, eight years ago, I self-published surviving my birthright, which was, as you probably know, it's a healing journal in a sense where you're writing and you're affirming what's happening to you. And, and then when you're able to actually hold the book, right, it was, um, validating to know that it was real. Right. And again, I controlled the narrative. And so then I was living a very quiet life down in San Diego. And last year I was a kitchen designer at the Home Depot. And one of my coworkers were like, Casey, you better get on social media. Um, Someone by the name of the Zen Blonde is blowing up your life. And I just remember you guys, I was watching it live as she live read my book, um, found it, live read it. And I was like, my life has completely changed. It's like, it's so out of control. It's like being on a roller coaster and you're doing the death drop. Right. And you throw your hands up thinking I'm hopefully I stand in the car. Right. And so then um, there's a moment where I think the universe says, here's a situation. How are you going to deal with it? Because at that time too, army was all over social media and uh, people were reaching out to me, wanting a soundbite once they found out he had an aunt. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I could have taken that route and participated. And it was like, no, if people are going to talk to me, I want them to listen. And I want to be an advocate for victims and survivors. And it was kind of, how can I turn this into something 
greater in a sense of shining a light on abuse because it's not just physical abuse that you see there's mental abuse there's emotional abuse and it's so deep rooted that you get triggered all the time and you don't know what's happening and you know you're meant to be isolated and self-blame and self-hatred and all those things and what i'm finding is if people say to me i can see a part of my story in your story, because again, a lot of people will say, I, my family wasn't as wealthy as yours or, or dysfunctional, but when there's a, but it's very important to spend a moment and really listen because mm -hmm. that's people need to be heard. And I'm hoping that this long-winded version of how it all kind of happened. And that's how the producers found me. They, they had read my book and said they wanted to tell my story. Mm -hmm. um, and I really believe they were going to take care of it. And then seeing House of Hammer and the end result, I mean, again, spotlighting those brave women who mm -hmm. came forward because nowadays with social media, it's so hard and hateful oh, and, yeah. and just, I take my hat off to them and everyone else that cooperated my story. Cause I've been telling this story for a very long time, but now people are starting to pay attention. You said, too, in the docu-series, you're like, they're going to kill me. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but no, it's a nervous laugh. No, no, I get it. Yeah, trust me. Um, That's I might die tomorrow laugh. We get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we've been there. Okay. We've been there. Yeah. Um, but, like, where was it, like, what was it in you to be like, okay, like, I, I have to do, whether, whether they kill me or not, like, it's just like, what was your kind of, like, final, like, breaking point to be able to share? and not have that, like, obviously you still, I don't know, do you still have fear that they're, you know, like, have you talked to Michael or any of those people? I mean, you see in House of Hammer, the third episode, it kind of answers a lot of the questions. Yeah. Um, in my whole life, I was threatened. And, you know, again, behind closed doors, it was awful. And yet, once you stepped out the front door, you had an image and my grandfather controlled the narrative. So we were threatened all the time. About and like, yeah, your grandfather was like watching people like that you would like date or talk to. I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. There were pictures of the inside of my apartments that there was no way they ever came to. So it was just very creepy. Mm. But again, it was my normal. You know, if you're going to be my friend or I'm going to date you, you're going to be under surveillance and be recorded. And, you know, you'd pick up the phone and you'd hear a click and you and I just became such a smart, you know, it was like, hi, grandpa, are you listening? You know, because mm. it's kind of you have to find humor and a way to deal with it, because back then there was no social media. So you couldn't necessarily Google how do rich people behave, right? Mm -hmm. You just thought it's my home, it's my parents, they're gonna keep me safe, no one's gonna hurt me. And yet in my book, I go into a lot more detail about you know, how I was abused or how I was treated. And what's interesting is people see in House of Hammer, you know, an 11 year old holding a phone book while their father shot at them. It's that, that was normal, activity in my house so again it's horrific to a lot of people but i just thought he would never hurt me or my mom would never hurt me and and it's just one of those things where again i didn't choose this like i didn't go looking for this to happen um i was kind of at peace with where my life was in san diego and kind of accepted it so again i knew there's a reason I'm still here. Like I shouldn't be right. There were so many times I didn't want to be here and I self-medicated and did bad things, but I'm a year and a half, no medication and sitting in my emotions. And like, it's a journey. It's a wild ride. And I'm here to also tell people that, you know, you can't do it alone mm -hmm. and you can find people that will help you. I mean, I learned about therapists and sliding scales as crazy as that sounds. It's like, Oh, you, you know, but again, people will accept, they want to help you. And, and it's so weird for me to be able to say, okay. Right. It's kind of like, no, 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 I'm sorry. I, it's just, it's it, the whole, yeah, it's weird right now. But it's good. I mean, I'm still breathing. I do a lot of yoga. I do. I meditate a lot. Um, do you still again, do you still talk to any of the family members? Um, up until about 15 years ago, when my mom passed away, um, she kind of kept the the fake family glue together, and we all spent a week on her deathbed, and we all had to kind of be in the same room and exist. So after that, we all went our separate ways, and. Um, 
again, I was pretty much erased from the family and it's um, something I've dealt with, you know, to be part of the Arm and Hammer family and yet not have the benefits or the perks in a sense and kind of come to grips with what's my bigger purpose for being here? Why am I here? And literally, you know, last year when the Zen Bond did that, I had that aha moment where I can really do some good. And if nothing else, shine a light on starting a conversation for a safe space for people to come forward for consent for accountability and for advocating for victims and survivors. And that's kind of what, I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, but right now it's like, even if it's talking on podcasts or Ted talks or writing another book, at least it's, it's out there now and I'm not going to stop. I'm curious, like knowing and watching too, like knowing the men in your family, Obviously, Army is in, I believe he's done some rehabs or whatever. Do you, do you think that like he can change? I mean, like just knowing again, like the, the history of, of the, the men in your family. Speaking from experience and and how I grew up, um, my father was in and out of mental institutions Mm -hmm. my whole life and went to, you know, rehab a million times at my grandfather's request. So it was never his choice and he never got well, he never healed. So for me, I believe that until a person takes accountability Mm -hmm. and makes amends for what they've done and chooses to heal, it's just for image. And again, my family, it was all about image. So Mm -hmm. when my mom left the house, her cigarettes were dyed to match clothes. I mean, that's how perfect we had to be. It was crazy. It was really messed up. But again, that's, that's what I'm used to. So I was told, I mean, women in the hammer family were disposable. We were ornaments in a sense. And I was told as long as, you know, Casey, you look pretty and you say the right thing and don't embarrass us, you'll be taken care of the rest of your life. And that's pretty much the men ruled the, and my father was an only child. So it wasn't like it's a big family. I mean, there's my brother, who's still alive. And then um, Army and his brother, Victor, who are still alive. And that's it. That's all that's left. I I don't remember hearing anything about Victor. Is he still like, was he involved in that? Because I'm like, I don't remember. Victor and Melissa. We didn't hear anything of or from Melissa. I don't. um, I haven't been in contact with them since my mom passed. um, And I'm not sure where he's at and what's happening right now. you know, last I heard they people were in LA or the Cayman Islands. It's it's still I kind of get my info probably how you guys do on, you know, social media and, and things like that. But yeah, I have, we kind of keep our distance right now because too, if I live my life afraid, I'm not stupid either though, because I go outside and I know there, you know, I need to be careful. But again, if I let fear control me, then they take my power and, and I won't give up my power ever again. So if I can make it through today and maybe change and help a few people, right. With my story, then it's good. It's, it's a good day. So one of the things you said in an interview that really resonated with me was it was part of a longer quote, but you said something that just really, it, it just sat inside of me for a minute was power is the drug. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I was like, well, I just, I mean, I couldn't even digest that enough. It was just so short inside of that sentence, but it made, it just, it fit. For them, especially in House of Hammer, it's kind of like how, how, whatever reason you guys tune in to watch or people watch either for army or entertainment or just curiosity, by the time you're finished, you're going to see a darker, multi-generational abuse of power. And I think that's, starting, I think it started before my grandfather, but unfortunately we only had three hours to tell this story and there's so much more that can be told. Um, But my grandfather, you saw, you know, President Kennedy on the phone, all the presidents, royalty. I mean, you know, now King Charles, I mean, there was like all these people that were in our circle all the time. And it was interesting to watch him control everybody. He recorded people, he blackmailed people, and that's how he ran the family also. And so did my father and brother. I mean, they all participated and that's how they saw it. And it's funny too, because like my father, you know, killed someone um, and my grandfather 
covered it up and said it was um, self-defense. And my mother was like, no, he did it in front of me, he pulled out a gun and shot the guy, you know? So it's like, you saw not only a crime committed, but you saw them make it go away. I mean, everybody could be bought, everyone had a price. So you didn't want to screw up, like, cause you saw the ramifications of what my grandfather picking up the phone could do. And again, it's, it's, it's really scary and frightening when you think about it. Yeah. Especially like, you know, when you think about like, again, people in power and it's like, like, you know, I'm like, I wonder how many people this person's killed or this, you know, because they have that position of power and it's like, oh, hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. One thing that I thought that this, that they did really well, and I want to know if you kind of agree, is I feel like a lot of times in our world, when we dive into a story of one person, we stop at one person. Mm -hmm. And so like, or we maybe go like one generation over or whatever, but like to see this, and I thought like even the way that they did the visual of just showing us the family tree back and forth and Mm -hmm. from army all the way back to your great grandfather, right? No, your grandfather. grandfather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I just thought what was really eye-opening and what people need to see more of is that cycle breakers like yourself are rare, brave, rare, powerful humans. That's what you are, a brave, rare, powerful human. But we don't see how it just keeps getting passed down. Like we just, we keep dealing with what's in front of us, but what's in front of us isn't the whole truth. And what's in front of us isn't 
generational usually is it's there's so much generational behind everything that we're not even giving the attention or power or love to to try to even figure out where this came from like army came from somewhere he he saw too much right Mm -hmm. it's not something that you wake up and become a monster it's Mm -hmm. it's a learned behavior so it's kind of this control um and again the power to be able to not only commit a crime but to make it go away and disappear i mean that's huge right um and it's it's something that you know again when i used to talk about this about my family people would automatically assume oh you must have done something wrong because your family's like wonderful on the outside well yeah it's all about image i mean my brother my father my even my grandfather even army would walk into a room and they're this you know six foot two three four good looking personable like i used to always make a joke that they could all be politicians because you really buy into their image so people love them so if if something's not sitting right it was your fault so a lot of the response i've gotten from the docuseries from my friends or people i've grown up with is i i had no idea and it's kind of like i tried to tell you but you wouldn't listen so now i think what opened up the door in all honesty is the me too movement right? Brought attention on workplace environment. So I say there should be a me too about home Mm. too, because just because your parents give birth to you, right? And say they love you. It doesn't mean they can do anything they want to you or put you in harm's way. It's just, it's not okay. And it needs Mm -hmm. to stop. Um, And again, it's one person talking, another person talking and another person and letting them know it's okay to come forward. I mean, in the docuseries, you see consent is a huge topic because it's such a gray area. It's like, I'm not here to judge what you enjoy or what you don't enjoy. But the minute you say, no, I'm not comfortable, person needs to stop. Otherwise it's criminal. I mean, there's a line that's crossed. So again, you can't just say, oh, well, she was really into it. And you know, it's her fault. She didn't leave. No. And that's where we need to really talk about it. I thought that too, there was a couple of uh, the, the women that he, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to just say victims. So when they spoke, they, you could almost tell, like they had been shamed into this place of like, mm-hmm. why well, didn't say no. And they even said it, well, I didn't say no, but it was like, okay, but when you're running away or you're being dragged down a hallway and being sexually abused, that's what that is. Sexual mm-hmm. abuse at that point. It, you could just, I hated it because I watched them both say, mm-hmm. two of them at least that I can remember say, well, I, you know, I didn't say no. It was like, as if, as if it's, it's, it's okay, or it's you're their fault, or, you know, that's not the truth. Right. So it's, right. And it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, it needs to, um, the people need to be held accountable. And it's the people with money and power and fame that get away with all of it or most of it because they can cover it up or silence you. I mean, it's, it's fearful that, you know, you might be followed or threatened. And we all know that that's going on in a sense of when you are going to speak out about someone, especially someone famous, there's probably threats all the time. And, and, and again, I really take my hat off to the victims that came forward because that um, they still deal with, I'm sure a lot of hate on social media. I mean, fortunately, um, I think the Zen blonde who outed me, who were dear friends now, because she realized that she should have halfway through maybe asked me, like didn't realize what she was doing. Right. Um, But again, back then in TikTok, you had 60 seconds. So I laugh at her and I was like, Lauren, you were, you know, like caffeinated wrong. She goes, no, you don't understand. I only had 60 seconds where now, you know, you can talk for a while, I guess. But, um, you know, again, there are, she went and blocked a lot of the haters on my DMs because I take it personally. I mean, I read everything and, and it means the world to me when people tell me their story or they share an experience or even just say, thank you. I mean, but then you see that one person um, that maybe says bad things and it just triggers all that you're working so hard to get through in your life and deal with. I get triggered and it's like, you go into this death spiral, I call it, you know, down the rabbit hole of just like, 
going back to being 13 years old or 11 years old or 12 years old. And it's like, I feel like such a failure that I didn't protect little Casey. Right. It's like, so you work really hard to try and go back visually and take her hand and, you know, let's go on a walk or go to the ocean or something goofy. I mean, literally it's like, you, you, there's so many ways to, to try and heal, but it's, it's a constant struggle and people need to know it's not easy. No, it's, it's, it's not, but also I want to say to you too, and the, you know, 13 year old Casey is, you know, when your mom was getting hit and you saw the blood from what your father just did to her, you know, that's something too, where it's like, she still brought you in and I, there's no blame placing blame on your mom, but it's also like, you know, there was, you maybe grew up and I'm not trying to project this. Just like, I'm thinking of like my past is like, then you thinking like, Oh, well that's how it's supposed to be. And that's my worth. And that's what a man should be doing to you. And like, you know, and it's like, I'm sure your mom would probably want to go back and take you out and never bring you back, you know, but you know, I don't know how then she was raised or so it's like, also know that, you know, it's, um, you, you were only 13. You didn't know that you, you, you know, how to leave. Could, couldn't leave. The sad thing too, is that, you know, that's what I believed in my mind that my mom would keep me safe. And mm -hmm coming to grips with on her deathbed, because again, there was all this abuse going on in the house. And when I first wrote my book, I had her read it along with everybody else in the family. Um, when I got triggered, I think it was in my thirties, I was doing a, a B roll for victim no more, right? It's in the house of hammer um, docuseries. And they were like, okay, Casey, you're going to pretend like you're getting, you know, raped in the car or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I want to be an actor. So when that, when they started and my hands got held over my head, all of a sudden something kicked in of like, I'm going to die. Like, this is very familiar. And my body went crazy and I almost killed this guy, this poor actor. And it was like, I was shaking and I, and all of a sudden the floodgates opened and, and I'm in my thirties and I'm remembering all this. And I go right to my mom and I'm like, I must be crazy. Right. Like I'm, rem and she admit it. She knew everything that was happening. So then again, you go, okay, so why didn't you save me? Why didn't you protect mm -hmm. me? And then on her deathbed, and this is where you can't change people. You cannot, you, it's almost like I tried for all these years. I just wanted her to say, I love you. I'm sorry. I should have protected you. And you know what? That never came out. So it's that moment where you just feel broken that no one loves you. And it's, but again, it's that void. And then all of a sudden it makes sense. It's like, okay, this is what I'm chasing. If this is what I need to work on going back and, you know, it's not my fault, adult Casey, that I didn't protect little Casey, but it's really hard. If you guys have gone through any abuse, which I, you know, I'm not, but you know, it's, so hard to rewrite that script and 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 kind of love yourself so that's what i struggle with but i'm getting so much better but again it's it's a it's a process but if people hear that you know even someone like me raised in a family like mine thinking that you know everything is perfect and wonderful i'm really i'm just as messed up and i struggle you know every day but again if i wake up and i have my cats you know, I can ride way. It's just, yeah, you just, it's, it's, um, it's a process. Have you been able to give your heart to someone and be, you know, how's your relationship coming no. from that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, wait, you don't, and you don't super trust men. That's fascinating to me, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I know. Sure. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I mean, really now I can look back at all the men I dated or married. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're mm -hmm. all the epitome of my father, my brother. I mean, it's mm -hmm. like, yep. <laughs> what, what was I thinking? So I'm the type I'd rather be alone mm -hmm. and I don't do apps or any, so yeah, it's like, but I still believe in the fairy tale. You guys, I'm a hopeful romantic. So one day, oh, but he doesn't need to come and rescue me anymore because yeah. I did that mm -hmm. myself. That's right. He just needs to come and, and, you know, contribute partner. to my life. Exactly. Be a partner and, and we can travel and I'm not going to have kids. So that's out of the, you know, the, mm -hmm. the story, but again, hopefully I, I, I don't give up. I think that one day that truly will happen. I believe the universe is going to send me someone after I get better and stronger on my own and know that it's me that's, that's strong. Right. 
Casey, I, yeah, I mean, thank you for just your words and sharing everything. And um, wow. You're an yeah. incredible human being. Yeah. Well, you guys are wonderful. Wow. I where so can our, um, where can our listeners, you know, find you and, and um, you know, reach out? I'm on Instagram. So Casey hammer 21. And then um, I'm on TikTok, Casey hammer zero, I think. Um, and I'm on Facebook and also, um, yeah, like, again, I read the DMS. Um, I appreciate all the love and support. Um, it's still, yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to put in words how grateful I am, but again, it's, um, it's just embracing the journey and, and I don't know where it's going to lead, but I'm hoping that I can continue to, you know, speak out for victims and, and survivors and really open up the conversation. So you guys have helped this because I know that your podcast reaches a lot of people and, and I appreciate you for inviting me on. Well, we go back with 13 year old Casey and we bring her straight up to and tell her we love her and she is brilliant and beautiful. She is so honored. Amen to that. It's a part of your story. Um, Casey, thank you so much for coming on. We'd love to have you on again. So hopefully uh, we can chat um, in the future. Okay. And thank you so much, you guys. I so appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh man. That's just like, she's beautiful. She's so Mm -hmm. beautiful. And it's just, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad that she freed herself from the, the trap and from the, you know, like she's allowing herself to still feel love. Like what a beautiful thing. Like that. She's like, I still, you know, still hopeless romantic, even after the freaking history and the pain and the abuse and like that she's still like she's still kicking it you know and like i know it's very inspiring to me yeah where i'm like man like you you could be like on the i'm gonna remind you what she said if you ever go into a dark hole again (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean she's just like everybody else though she's still triggered by the mean dms you know as brave as she's been you know I think everyone needs to know that people get triggered by that you know i I mean people need to know that we're people yeah I mean, like her story is crazy and people are still just going to give her hate. You know, I hate that for her because she's been so brave and stood up for so many people. The the hate thing just drives me crazy. And that's like, again, when I reached out to the one girl in the docuseries, mm-hmm. I was like, the most hate comes from women. And that part will always forever blow my mind. Why mm. we can't just like support other women and why hate, why, why are we hating on other women? You don't know what someone's been through, what they're going through, um, what they went through. And it's like that part just like really just like makes me sad that mm-hmm. like people are just so hurtful and so mean and just like either want to compare, want to be nasty, want to be like, why would like, how could you do why? It's like, you don't know someone's, you know, history, someone's just, you just don't know. It's like right being to nice. yourself, right to yourself. Well, because it's just projecting. Yes. It's, yeah. a, it's do the work, join the rest mm-hmm. of us. <laughs> right. But Jen, I, you know, I'll give you a code. She's got a therapist code you can use. <laughs> but really. Do you know what? I posted something. God darn, man. Oh, no. I posted like something about therapy. Just again, I like to just try to help other people. You know, after I sit with it for a little bit, I can help someone else know that like people were all just in seasons and like, they're just like, oh, her therapist went back to elementary school with the chalk because she just is throwing up her hands, not to do, not sure what to do with Jana. And I'm like, man. It's like, called yeah. inner child, you sh- head like, <laughs> sorry like, but it's dry it, i'm like, probably not allowed to say that's h-i-t it's fine they'll bleep it but All it's right. like it's just like man like why do we have to always find something some it's like it's i just it just makes me so now i'm like i just want to like now i'm just going to random people's dms and just saying nice just things. niceness like like mm-hmm. just being kind because it's i'm like why you should get like, their address and i'll amazon prime them some sidewalk chalk <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they hide behind their computers. But anyways, I um yes. Casey's very strong. All like that the whole documentary, um, watch it. It's on I believe it's on Di- uh Discovery, Discovery Plus plus um House of Hammer. And um it's it's sad to see. And you know, and I and I hope I hope Army can get the help he he, you know, is is I hope. I mean, I, I do believe people can change. I, I do do personally. Um that is going to be a lot of, I mean, that is some dark, deep, deep mm-hmm. stuff. But I mean, I, I do believe people can change and I do believe, you know, and I, I kind of love the fact that Robert Downey is 
you know, I think he either paid for his rehab or something because it's like, you know, he knows what it's like to be canceled and and written mm-hmm. off as a human. And I don't think, I personally just don't think people should be written off as humans. I mean, it's like it's in church, like, you know, our pastor does, you know, um, was in bars. Uh, a, yeah, a church in yeah. bars or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, people can do some awful, terrible things, but like I still believe people deserve a, ch- a chance mm-hmm. to change and do better. Absolutely. I agree. And yeah. a little grace along the way. That's or a lot me. of grace sometimes. Well, I mean, so, you, you know, it's hard. Like if someone that molests a child, I don't think like you, you could, you, you're sure. dead to me. So there's certain things where mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, we just who, are so but how much of a hypocrite just, am I then to say that? Yeah. That's, that, I don't know his, his past, you know, what that person might've done to who, you know, it's a bit like, well, that's why that's I think hard. it's people like it's so brave for somebody like Casey because it's so, you're so easily canceled now. I mean, mm-hmm. I know what it it feels like even I've had my own podcast and I've been afraid to even talk on there sometimes because I'm like, well, if I say the wrong thing, it doesn't just affect my career; it affects my husband's career. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I don't want him to get canceled. Of, yeah, yeah, it's like, but then we're supposed to all connect. That's why God put us here. We're mm-hmm. supposed to commune and connect and share stories and be with each other and be in the valleys and the mountaintops with each other so it feels like we are just so quick to just mm-hmm. end everything yeah yeah sad. well i hate it let's be nice slide yes. into someone's dms and say something nice Ooh, i'm gonna do be that nice today. to my best friend you punks. Be fun. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you're the meanest of them all they say they anyway say I'm the right. Meanest? <laughs> right. right you haven't right. seen anything <laughs> all right, right guys we'll see you next week bye <laughs>